Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Either due to the fact the referee always had a funny old habit of not witnessing it being effectively executed, or a complete overlooking of the apparent laws of wrestling altogether. These stars all managed to make a living out of bending or breaking the rules with their chosen match ender. Foreign Object Morgan here from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 wrestlers with finishing moves that were illegal. Number 10, Taz, Taz Mission. As a certain human suplex machine would unfortunately find out the hard way upon making his Madison Square Garden shaking debut at the 2000 Royal Rumble, WWE is very much its own animal, and with this rather distinct environment, sometimes comes with it a bizarre reframing of what you'd always accepted as the norm. Unbeknown to the ECW wrecking machine, his tried and tested Kata Hajimi, aka the Taz Mission, would be almost instantly branded as an illegal choke by Jerry Lawler on commentary on the night, keeping in line with the company's rule against chokeholds within a squared circle. And while Jim Ross would do his utmost to justify its existence by claiming it to be little more than a version of a sleeper hold, Taz still felt understandably deceived about his trademark finisher being branded as illegal out of the gates. As the business as a whole has evolved alongside the growing popularity of MMA, however, the attitude towards this sort of chokehold within WWE has thankfully been relaxed somewhat. Number 9. William Regal Brass Knuckle Dusters During his dastardly days before acting as the peacekeeper slash master of the Blackpool Combat Club or general manager of NXT, William Regal acted as one of the most violent and vicious practitioners of the dark art ever to set foot in the industry. And with this penchant for doing whatever it took to get the job done, came a specific tool that became a questionable hallmark within the Brit's typically savage showings. Coming during his early 2000 run as part of Vince McMahon's sports entertainment giant, Lord Regal opted to sneakily call upon the usage of some anything but legal brass knuckles in order to overcome Edge at the 2002 Royal Rumble, earning an Intercontinental Championship in the process. But far from being a one-and-done development, Regal began to rely on the Nooks more and more. The foreign object got himself and Lance Storm over the line in their quest to become WWE World Tag Team Champions too. Despite undoubtedly sitting as one of the most gifted performers of his generation, pulling off suplexes and sickening submissions with ease, it's this knuckle-dusting finale to a great many of his contests that still act as some of his most notable WWE moments. Number 8. Eddie Guerrero Deceptive Weapon Shot Sticking with those with a fondness for incorporating 
incorporating weapons into one of their typical match-concluding sequences, but to a star who sometimes managed to get away with introducing many a foreign object without actually having to deck their opponents behind the ref's back. I'm, of course, talking about the way the late, great Eddie Guerrero would routinely lie, cheat, and steal his way to victory during his SmackDown Prime on WWE TV. Endearing himself to the masses as everyone's favorite cheeky anti-hero, Latino Heat's penchant for smacking a chair against a canvas before launching it at his opponent, and tumbling to the ground as the ref slowly came around, made for one of the most hilarious and increasingly brilliant match finishes WWE had to offer at the time. Of course, this tricking of the official didn't always go to plan, just asked old pal Rey Mysterio, but the sheer level of creativity on show whenever Guerrero opted to bend the rules to victory made it near impossible to boo these typically villainous antics. Number 7. Ric Flair Low Blow When you go by the moniker of the dirtiest player in the game, it's safe to assume that said playing of said game usually won't involve much sticking to the established set of rules for the most part. And sure enough, when it came to the storied and often controversial career of Ric Flair, a shocking low blow behind a referee's back before eventually picking up the vital W was always never too far around the corner. Similarly to Latino Heat, though, with refs eventually becoming wise to the Nature Boy's tricks, the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion was soon forced to think outside the box when it came to nailing an adversary in the nuts. Everything from swinging his leg backwards when standing in between the official and his opponent, hiding just underneath the ref's view on his knees to deliver the blow, to even disguising a below-the-belt attack as a Bronco Buster block, all made their presence known in Flair's always nefarious route to victory. And you can almost guarantee he'll bring his illegal weapon back to the party when stepping out for his surreal final match at the end of July, too. Number 6. Bianca Belair Braided Hair Whip Very much splitting opinion when it comes to its frequently jaw-dropping execution on a WWE stage, it's not hard to see why Bianca Belair is quick to call upon her exceptionally long locks when crap begins to hit the fan in the thick of a particularly grueling endeavor. But with it not being 100% clear at this moment in time what said trademark braid consists of, opinion has often been split on whether or not this sickening hair slap can be classed as a straight-up illegal move that the referee simply chooses to ignore for dramatic effect. If the current Raw Women's Champion's braid is entirely made up of her own hair, then why shouldn't she be allowed to swing it around the ring with reckless abandon? Yet if said braid is actually enhanced by extensions, then wouldn't that technically classify this harrowing hair as a foreign object and by extension illegal? Get it? <laughs> See what I did? Uh, with Belair understandably keeping her cards close to her chest when it comes to the true nature of her eye-catching insurance policy, it's safe to assume WWE won't be in too much of a rush to overanalyze their top female babyface's body-breaking backup braid anytime soon. My goodness, that was a mouthful. Number 5. Mankind Mr. Socko Slash Mandible Claw Again, leaning into rather divisive waters with this next entry, Mick Foley's introducing of a certain smiley face bearing sock as a way of bringing a match to a close left a few people scratching their heads from the get-go. Sure, in isolation, Mankind was simply infusing a humble old sock into his already brutal Mandible Claw finishing submission, adding another element of basic attire into the mix. However, the shoving of said often intentionally pungent item of clothing down a person's throat after housing it in his briefs surely nudges this particular submission onto the more illegal side of the divide. Now, the argument of an innocent sock adding little to the overall impact of a move outside of a crowd-popping visual can most definitely be used when talking about Santino Morella's trademark Cobra Strike it's worth adding. But when coupled with a move which requires a star to very much cram their fingers down another wrestler's throat, it's hard to look past Mrs. Foley's baby boy's favorite weapon being anything other than a blatant bending of the weaponry rules. Number 4. Asker 
the green mist. Far from being the first to ever unleash the highly illegal spray of blinding spit, Asuka is simply one of the latest in a long line of malevolent masters of the mist to call upon it in the midst of a contest. While typically seen as a heelish way of getting one over on your rival when the ref is unable to take in the action, it's rather impressive that the Empress of Tomorrow in particular has managed to integrate this despicable act into her babyface offense as of late. Routinely blasting Becky Lynch in the mug with her green variant of the oral spray for a win during their recent Monday Night Battles. It's once again a case of timing most definitely being everything, when it comes to this not exactly acceptable crowd popper though. With the likes of Malachi Black also gaining many a victory within AEW thanks to his black variety of the mist, catching many a babyface off guard when the referee's eyeline is obscured. Number 3. Goldust Shattered Dreams Back to the wicked world of below-the-belt offense now, but the fact this finishes blatant execution in the middle of a bout often resulted in an instant DQ loss, still couldn't stop one of the most charismatic forces in WWE history from shattering his fair share of dreams over the years. Going out of his way to make an example out of his rather exposed opponents, the eye-catching Goldust would unleash a truly inhumane bollock blast as his rival was tied up in the corner of the ring. And while this was as acceptable as a chair shot to the head during a hardcore contest going down in WWE's Attitude Era, when it came to the more traditional one-on-one encounters occupying the likes of Rory's War, well, not so much. And while you could technically justify this no-doubt winding shot as little more than a boot to the turnbuckle, the fact Dustin Rhodes would usually wait for the ref's attention to be diverted elsewhere before catching an adversary with his shattered dream kick tells the story of a move that was about as provocative as it gets. Number 2. Jerry the King Lawler Closed Fist Punch Though it very much seems as though this rule has been filed under the extinct section in more modern times, with the likes of Roman Reigns dishing out Superman punches like they're going out of fashion, the unleashing of a closed fist punch was once seen as a widespread no-no when it came to the world of professional wrestling. But even with that very much being the case throughout long periods of his career in between the ropes, that still couldn't stop Jerry the King Lawler from playing by his own rules and utilizing the move as the cornerstone of his no-nonsense offense. Letting loose countless closed fist jabs and haymakers over the years when faced with a stubborn obstacle to overcome, the eventual controversial voice of WWE commentary even kept his hand clenched tight when dropping his patented diving fist drop onto an unsuspecting so below. Yet despite these many variations of the strike technically being a DQ-worthy occurrence, Lawler managed to get away with thumping his way through Memphis and many other territories for an age. Number 1. Tajiri the Tarantula If joining the likes of Asuka and Malachi Black as another of the folks fond of blinding their enemies with stinging mist wasn't enough, WWE's one-time Japanese buzzsaw also possessed another highly illegal and celebrated maneuver that would routinely be relied on to inflict catastrophic damage over the years. It's common knowledge that a star must relinquish their submission hold within five seconds if their opponent finds a way to seize the ropes in the thick of squirming for their freedom, but that still couldn't deter Tajiri from tying up the vast majority of those who dared step in the ring with him in his one-of-a-kind tarantula, locking his body into a position which left his rival hanging from the ropes, whilst also simultaneously being stretched into a deeply unnatural position. Tajiri may have only had a matter of five seconds to inflict his punishment here, but he usually squeezed every drop of pain he could out of the brief period of unlawful agony. It may not have led to as many victories as, say, his dynamic buzzsaw kick, but Tajiri's penchant for letting his illegal tarantula loose helped immortalize the star as one of the most innovative purveyors of violence ever to set foot in a wrestling ring. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.